Relax and listen. We're Josh. We'd like to speak about some recent gaming news. The numbers don't lie when things sell well. Whether that be good or bad, the profit is all that matters for game companies, not what the product offers for the gamer. I say that because the GTA Trilogy, the definitive edition, has sold 10 million copies according to Take-Two's investor presentation held this past Monday. In conjunction with GTA 5 selling 5 plus million copies, there are other additional 10 million non-GTA 5 titles since Take-Two last provided sales figures has exacerbated the issue of proving to the big shops that releasing broken titles is A-OK. No matter how much backlash they may be faced with, if it's not backed up by the actions of the consumers, then it's all fluff. We know they'll eventually fix and patch the games, but giving these guys excuses about why this or that happened is no bueno. Especially considering they only released two games for the past decade, so there is no reason why the trilogy should have been released the way it was, besides having that nostalgia back it up. GTA 5 makes them billions of dollars, so you can't convince me that they don't have the resources available to them and a company of that magnitude. Spend your money however you want, but know who's it towards. Hideki Kamiya, Asushi Inaba, has mentioned in a recent interview that Bayonetta 3 will have new elements we have yet seen, and to also play 1 and 2 beforehand, since it looks to be the story won't slow down for a recap. Kamiya expresses he would like to go back to the cancel skill bound with Microsoft again, saying, We did a lot of work on it, and it's no use Microsoft keeping the game in its current form, so we'd like to do something about it. Phil, let's do it together. That game looks really cool, like a mix of Dante with headphones, riding around on dragons in big environments back then, was quite the take on the fantasy theme. So if it's possible for it to be brought back, Phil, like Kamiya said, let's do it. All the Dark Souls games on PC will still be held offline until Elder Ring comes out. The reason being first, before I get to the Bandai's official statement, is that there is a security vulnerability that allows gunbats to go into other players' PCs. Bandai and FromSoft were made known of these issues for quite a while, Plus, releasing the games knowingly there was such an exploit, but elected to ignore it. So here's what they said on the Dark Souls account in short. We have identified the cause, and we are working on fixing the issue. Online servers for the Dark Souls series on PC will not resume until after the release of Elden Ring. We will continue to do everything we can to bring back these services as soon as possible. Well, look at what ignoring does. It turned into procrastination that impacted plenty of gamers who more or less told them so and is biting them in the ass big time. Don't forget the minor mistakes made on the homework assignment, which will make or break your chances at graduating. Just saying. The crazy thing that's happened this week, which I'm not sure how to process my feelings on this potential development, other than hesitance and kind of excited. The Uncharted movie director, Ruben Fleischer, is in talks with Sony to produce Drum roll, please. 
a Jack and Daxter TV or film. His comment reads as follows. I'm actually working on Jack and Daxter, a version of that for PlayStation, which I think will be really cool to bring to life. I hope the duo can make a grand return again. I'd prefer to have it be made in an anime style, because I feel like it will work well, given how I feel it fits that motif, and the sheer amount of things that can be uncovered throughout the games makes sense, I think. Even Tom Holland mentioned he will bring Jack and Daxter to the big screens, being a big fan and all, stating, I would like to make a Jack and Daxter movie, and I will play Jack, but I will make it at A24. So it was really weird and like dark. Yeah, I would do like a really weird live action version of Jack and Daxter. Here's hoping something good comes out of this. Nintendo had a direct this past week, with plenty of reveals and surprises shown. To name what I'm excited for, Mario Strikers Battle League. I only played the one released on Wii, and that was tons of fun. So if they can replicate that chaotic, hard difficulty, and character victory losing screens, it will be great. It's out June 10. Splatoon 3 looks as fun as ever, with the Salmon Run mode returning once again. Our inks will make way come summer 2022. I can't believe Kirby can eat a car and be perfectly fine. Kirby and the Forgotten Land looks to be the Mario Odyssey game that has much surprises and love put into the game. Will transform into VLC media players come March 25th. I am very curious to try Nintendo Switch Sports, a title that builds off of the previous Wii Sports games. If they cultivate the simplicity of those games, then I feel it'll be really fun. Finally, Mario Kart 8 is getting a big expansion pack for new courses, 48 to be exact, which makes sense given how well the game has been selling, so this is a big plus for me. The gameplay loop in 8 is so good, I don't see how they could top it off with a sequel. The first wave of the DLC will come March 18th, 2022. More Burial Kart to drive in. Okay, now we got games being released for this week as of February 15th. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires will rule over the lands as our custom character will hack and slash their way to victory come February 15th. All systems. Assassin's Creed the SEO Collection will drop into a haystack the 17th for Switch with some minor changes. Who's fighting? The King of Fighters 15, silly. Reclaim your belt the 17th too. PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. To think and strategize. Total War, Warhammer 3, will be PC exclusive the 17th. We have a new voice of cards called the Forsaken Maiden. Yoko Taro is back again with friends, as the tabletop RPG will lead us to Fate the 17th. Switch, PC, and PlayStation. The game I'm looking forward to, Horizon Forbidden West. Of course, PS exclusive. We will find ourselves in the shoes of Aloy once again, as we explore the luscious world and find out the mysteries of... something. 
I haven't watched any of the trailers besides the first gameplay shown last year, so I'm going to go into the unexpected. As you can imagine, I'll be surprised on what the game offers for combat, story, and without a doubt, exploration. And that's it for today's gaming episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Other than that, I've just been kind of silent for my uploads lately, but hopefully I can get back into the group of things and uh, upload more consistently. Other than that, I hope you all take care. And check out my Twitch.tv channel, Relax1. I usually uh, just play games and just talk about some random shit. So if you haven't stopped by and you just want to look at you know me just commentating over Devil May Cry, which I have been doing by the way, I plan to do all the Devil May Cry series uh, in the collection and the bundle and eventually get to 5 at whenever that's going to be. And for my YouTube channel, it's the same thing as my podcast channel, uh, Relax and Listen. So check it out. I just finished Kingdom Hearts 3 a long time ago, like around December. So it's been quite the journey in that game. And now for my next playthrough, it'll be Persona 5 Royale all day. So it'll be even longer than Kingdom Hearts 3 for sure. But hopefully you can check it out if you have a chance to. And I'll catch y'all with more gaming news next week. Take care.